think that, that the purpose of the meeting was to firstly consolidate the 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 the, the opposition in the, the opposition parties that are represented in Parliament. Of course, as you understand, these political parties could not be more different. But ultimately, I think there was a shared view that a stronger opposition can mean stronger accountability in Parliament and strong accountability for the executive in Parliament. So I think that was the first principle that was agreed to, that we, there should definitely be an effort to work harder together. And the second thing was obviously, and which was the, the, the key matter at hand, was the, the issue around the president and holding the president to account. Uh, as you would know, where the ATM had written to the speaker to, to ask for the establishment of a Section 89 committee, but also the Democratic Alliance, and the same, at the same time, we had requested the speaker that parliament needs to uh, investigate uh, the president and whether or not he has been in violation of his office. Both of these uh, 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 requests have been met with stone silence or a rejection. And so there has been almost a renewed now uh, resolve from the opposition parties that firstly, we've got to push the speaker a lot harder. Um, she simply can't not respond to opposition parties or she can constantly, you know, make up excuses about why Parliament can't be involved in this matter. We've seen in the Zondo Commission how we were lambasted as, the, as Parliament for having sat idly while state capture happened. And so we're saying this could happen again. And as a result of opposition parties, we are saying let's find ways that we can place the unnecessary pressure uh, really to, to get to the bottom of this as the, uh, as the legislature in the country. So what is the next step uh, for you as the opposition parties as, as one? Look, I mean, the, we, the first is the next step is to obviously uh, uh, we will be meeting again in the next week because um, there's, there are discussion points that need to be taken. Some opposition parties are of the view that uh, uh, there should be a motion of confidence in the president. Some opposition parties are of the view, for instance, as the, as the DA, are of the view that an ad hoc committee and inquiry into the president should be established before we can move into that space. And so now the opposition parties have gone back to, 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 to really caucus with their members so that we can then come back and have a, a consolidated um, uh, approach next week. But I think what was really clear was that firstly, we, I think all opposition parties agreed that they would not, we would not hesitate to approach the courts should the speaker be found in any way to be blocking any attempt to be making parliament effective and holding the executive to account. I think also the agreement there was that it is absolutely important that uh, the responses by the president that uh, he had provided to the public protector should be made public. Uh, and that perhaps when the president comes to parliament at the end of this month, um, there should be concerted efforts across the party to ask the relevant questions about this matter. Now, for this motion of no confidence to be passed, you would need at least 40 or more votes from the ANC in Parliament. Do you think that the ANC members in Parliament will support this motion this time around, perhaps? Look, it's difficult to say, Elsa. Um, you know, and, and I think that's why, you, you, if you recall, back at the beginning of the year, when the DA had moved the motion of no confidence in the, in the Cabinet, one of the things that we had argued was that there definitely should be a motion, but there should be a secret ballot in particular, because we were of the view that 
um, you know, members of parliament will face, may face um, a victimization if they are voting through the chief whip, which is currently what is happening at the moment in parliament due to the high Pacific. And we also argued for a secret ballot because we said, well, it's very difficult for people to be expected to vote against the government or at least against the president when they have a financial incentive to, 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 to not do so. And so that's something, one of the things that also came up in the meetings to say that there should be instances where a secret ballot is allowed, particularly when it comes to, to motions like that. And so, and again, that's one of the things that I think legally needs to be reaffirmed because at the moment, uh, that decision lies with the presiding officer. And of course, as you know, I mean, the presiding officer could be very well incentivized to decline a secret ballot for, for obvious reasons. So, um, so it's difficult to say. I mean, I think, uh, 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 you know, while the internal ructions of the ANC is not none of our business, it would be difficult to say, but obviously I think our principal stance is that there should definitely be an opportunity for members of parliament to vote with the conscience, and uh, essentially that there should be a secret ballot on matters as important mm-hmm. as this one. Yeah. Ideologically, you are continents apart from one another, but are the opposition yeah. parties in talks of forming possible coalitions to remove the ANC come 2024? No, not coalitions, Elvis. I think it, it was, it's a matter of saying, look, I mean, we, we are opposition parties, and uh, ultimately the, the responsibility of accountability lies with that. And I think it was about reaffirming that you make parliament relevant, because when parliament works, South Africa works. So I think it was a matter of reaffirming that we've got to make parliament relevant and stronger, and that we've got to work together a lot more.